Listen, everybody, to the words I have to say. Better get ready, because the Lord is coming one day. Thank you for tuning in to the Prophet Daniel's Report. This is Daniel White IV, the eldest son of Daniel White III. The intro music that you just heard is my late grandfather, Daniel White Jr., singing a song titled Get Ready. Today, my father, Daniel White III, is going to share with you news and information relating to biblical prophecy so that you can be prepared for the second coming of Jesus Christ. Daniel White III is the national best-selling author of over 20 books, including Just Jesus and The Prayer Motivator. He has spoken in meetings across the United States and in 23 foreign countries, and is the president of Gospelite Society and Torch Ministries International. Now, here's your host, Daniel White III. Ladies and gentlemen, let's have a word of prayer. Holy Father God in heaven, I pray in the holy name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallowed be your name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. And Holy Father God, we praise you and we thank you Thank you, Lord, for reminding me We praise you and we thank you for those of us who are saved. Lord, here, gathering around tonight, around the world, through the technology that you have wrought, <clears throat> we praise you and we thank you for your love, your mercy, and your grace. We praise you and we thank you for your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ your Holy Spirit, and your Holy Word, and for all of the millions and many and manifold blessings that you have indeed bestowed upon us down through the years. And Holy Father God, I praise you for salvation and spiritual, family and life financial and material, protection and provision, mental and physical blessings that you have bestowed upon us down through the years and each and every day. Lord, I thank you for the blessings of today, uh, the blessings through prayer. Thank you for, for leading me to pray and leading others to pray and praying throughout the day and thank you Lord for hearing and answering prayers as you have for years and Holy Father God we thank you most of all for your Holy Son the Lord Jesus Christ indeed your Holy Spirit and your Holy Word 
Lord, help everybody here and everybody out there who knows you as Savior. Lord, help them to truly pray and not listen to me pray. For this is not entertainment. <clears throat> and Holy Father God, we uh, individually, for those of us who are saved, uh, individually and collectively, hopefully, confess our sins, our failures, and our faults unto you. For Jesus Christ's sake, please forgive us, Lord of our sins, as we from our hearts, by your grace, forgive those who have sinned against us. Create within us, Lord, a pure heart. Crush and crucify, Lord, our flesh and the old man within us all who are saved, and fill us afresh and anew with the fullness and the power, and the unction and the anointing, the fruit and the liberty. Lord of your Holy Spirit. Put a God in our hearts, our minds, our tongues, our attitudes, and our temperaments that we would not sin against you. And Holy Father God, I do pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, and I still pray, as I prayed for 34 years, that you would indeed cast out the devil and the demons of hell and the satanic demonic spirit of Judas, Jezebel, Sanballat, and Tobias out of my own wife, Lord uh, God, you had a Judas, Lucifer, Jesus Christ, the Son of God, you had a Judas, a betrayer, David had a Judas, Joseph had a Judas, and on and on we can go. Uh, and who are we not to have a Judas? No doubt, uh, probably the most painful experience in life is to be betrayed by somebody you thought was in your corner. And I thank you, Lord, for allowing me to experience what you have experienced and God what you have experienced. Paul had a thorn in the flesh and many betrayers and Judases, all of your great servants had Judases. Moses had several Judases who tried to take over and betray him. And so, Lord, uh, it is no surprise anybody who is being used by you, the devil is going to attack through the people who are the closest to him. Uh, you even told us that. That's exactly what you said would happen. But in our sweet evangelical brand of Christianity today, we don't want to talk about that in our sweet charismatic churches. We don't want to talk about anything like that, uh, that the devil would do such a thing uh, to the high and mighty Christians and uh, who think that they can command the devil to do this and do that when it would be wise to talk to the Lord about the devil and let God deal with him, let you deal with him. And so, Holy Father God, thank you so much for this journey.
And you gave me the ability to predict, to predict even to this day, many, many things. Uh, and none of them have fallen to the ground. And so, Lord, I can predict by your grace my demise. Uh, most prophets ended up dead or in jail. And uh, I'm feeling something coming on in my spirit that that may be the uh, way that I go, one of those ways. And not because I have done anything uh, that would be worthy of that, even though I am a sinner. Uh, but they can come up with trumped up charges. They can even get your family involved, and if they really want to get you, they can get you on anything. And so, Holy Father God, I thank you for revealing that to me, and that may be uh, uh, the route that you want uh, me to honor you with, as you have done with so many of your prophets down through the years. And you're the greatest prophet of them all, Jesus Christ. They had nothing on you but trumped up charges. And so I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, if something happens to me, uh, Lord, I pray that you would continue to touch uh, the heart of Dr. Tony Evans uh, to look after my family as I know he will and I do pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ thank you Lord for using him and his wife down through the years I never asked him for any help but you touched his heart and he knew I needed help and uh, support, and uh, he created ways, he and his wife created ways to stand with us. Uh, of course, he, they didn't know I was going to do, turn out and do what I did, but evidently they knew I was going to do something. And, uh, and so by faith, they supported us and uh, helped us tremendously. And so, Holy Father God, I pray uh, that uh, he will continue to make sure uh, that uh, my family is taken care of if nobody else does. And Holy Father God, I do also pray that you would thwart the Judases and their uh, wicked plots and plans uh, and people who are filled with devils and who are mad at me in the church and outside of the church because I have exposed the evil that they have done uh, by your power in colluding with the government to push the demonic abominable uh, satanic sin of homosexuality and all of the other evils that come with it that most pastors who 
jumped in hook, line, and sinker, did not realize what's going to come, and now they're trying to stop it because it has gotten too ugly. But uh, you had me warning them of this uh, nearly going on 15 years ago now. And uh, then there's the folks in the church who are mad at me for preaching preaching against divorce and remarriage and condemning so-called divorce care. Uh, Family members mad because I told the truth about uh, our family situation. And... uh, uh, but mostly the homosexual crowd is is after me, and if and uh, they they, are, they can use the government, they can use family members, they can use friends uh, to uh, bring up some trumped up charges over nothing. And I'm going to follow your example, Lord Jesus Christ. I'm not going to say a mumbling word. I'm going to put it in your hands. And if that's the way you want me to go out, so be it. Uh, I'll keep on preaching the gospel wherever they put me. And so I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ uh, that uh, my wife, Marika White, would get saved and become a true uh, help meet and supporter. I pray for some of my children to get saved uh, who are evidently not born again. I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ uh, for all of my offspring, all of my uh, Judas family members and friends, Lord, to do what is right. And uh, and not be turned by the demonic, satanic, homosexual crowd, divorced and remarried crowd in the church for no reason, the swinger crowd, the homosexual crowd in the church, the pastors and the pastor's wives who have sanctioned homosexuality. Lord, I've made quite a few enemies and I wear it as a badge of honor. Uh, Family members who don't want the truth told about bad situations that took place. And uh, uh, Holy Father God, let your will be done. You have led me to prophesy about many things accurately, and uh, there's no need for me to stop now when it comes down uh, even to me. And so, Lord, let your will be done. I'm at peace uh, for whatever might happen. I don't know of anything. factually uh, that uh, is happening <clears throat> but I didn't know about um, 
the, any facts on the plague, the coronavirus plague coming, but I preached that it was coming for over 10 years before it came because you led me to do so. Had no facts, had nothing but faith in you. And then, Lord, when I predicted that America would be uh, destroyed, I, I uh, because of if they if she didn't repent, if the church in America didn't repent, I didn't have any facts. And that was, I, I think, seven, eight, nine years ago, about eight years ago, I predicted that. And right now. Lord, uh, one of the historians, the great historian, said just yesterday, he does not know uh, whether or not really. He, he said he's never been. We've never been this close to nuclear uh, warfare in history, and uh, and people asked him. Do you believe that Putin is just talking, bluffing, or is he serious? And the historian said, the, the sad answer is, I don't know. And so, Lord, we're living in that day and time. And I predicted this chastisement and punishment by your power. And it's now going on three years. Just yesterday, they officially said over one million people have died in America alone. We've been hit the hardest, I believe, because of our foolishness and sin in the church. In fact, I, I truly believe that we're suffering because of false prophets and false uh, pastors such as Andy Stanley, another man that I made mad, and his gang uh, trying to push homosexuality down the throats of the saints in the church to the point of wanting to unhitch at first, unhitch the Old Testament from the New Testament. He thought that would work. That didn't work. He was called a false prophet by me and others, and, and I'm calling them a false pastor now because I'm convinced we have more false pastors and false prophets than ever before. And, and I want him to see in his ilk, to see, Lord, how that under their leadership, churches have been destroyed. Over half of the pastors have quit, and more than that want to quit. Their church growth, their church growth uh, foolishness is out of the window now. For people in their right minds are not going to go to church, to the church building. And uh, Lord, uh, show them what they have done to your church. The church has never been more devastated. I don't believe, Lord, in the history of the church. Um, and it's because, and it's rooted in the fact that you, you, you didn't wink at our sin that was going on in the church, adultery, fornication, 
women getting pregnant before marriage and even uh, divorce and remarriage. But when pastors started to play this deadly game of, of colluding with the government to make homosexuality itself, the abomination of homosexuality, the devil's attempt to turn your world completely upside down uh, in homosexual marriage, which I don't even believe Lot heard of. I, never, I, don't, I don't even believe Lot even thought about that, or nobody else in Lot's day. And yet, uh, they have colluded with the government to try to get people in the church to accept homosexual members and allow them to serve in the church in leadership positions before the people sitting there, man holding another man's hand in front of their boys and girls. And now they want to teach Sunday school and work in the nursery. Lord, Lord, let, never let it be. And so you have chastised and rebuked the church because you love your church for such foolishness. And some are still, Lord, strangely hell-bent to carry it through. And so there are people in powerful positions, Lord, as you know, who want me dead or put in prison. Uh, for no reason, but they, they do uh, other than what I have done in this country over the past, I guess, 12 years. Because you called me to do it. And I give you the glory and the praise and the honor. And Holy Father God, I pray that you would thwart their unnecessary plan and plots. And uh, thank you for showing me what they're doing. And you've been showing me this for a while. Just like you showed me many other things. The coronavirus plague coming. You had me to repeat over and over again that you were... Uh, lovingly mercifully, uh, gracefully, and graciously, slow-rollingly, destroying America piece by piece because the church in America has turned against you. And there's some things, uh, some lines that you love us so much you won't let us cross. And you have put the brakes on things yourself. And that's why most, some churches have closed, many churches have closed down permanently. Some churches can't go on because the pastor, the pastor's wife, the trustees, and the deacons have all died from the coronavirus plague because they gave communion unworthily, many of them, and they took communion unworthily, and now they're gone. They didn't believe your word. Uh, they didn't take you seriously. And so, thank you, Lord, for showing me. Thank you, Lord, for 
giving me the liberty tonight to tell everybody uh, that's what is afoot. Uh, uh, I may be here to preach tomorrow. I may be dead and gone. I may be put in prison like all of the other prophets for no reason. And uh, so uh, I pray, Holy Father God, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, for uh, I've already prayed for the salvation of my wife, uh, for a, uh, sadly, a person who's not saved would do anything. And uh, these children, even though they are uh, grown for the most part, uh, according to the American way, not grown in your way, uh, will be left without the only parent they have. And so, uh, Lord, take them up. Uh, Dr. Tony Evans would not try to be a parent to them, but he will make sure that they're taken care of. That's something that you put in his heart. And I thank you for doing it. And, uh, and so I pray that uh, my daughter Danny would do the right thing. My daughter, my son Daniel the fourth would do the right thing. I pray that my, my daughter Danita Evangeline would do the right thing. And Lord, I pray that my daughter Danae would do the right thing. And I pray that my daughter Daniqua would do the right thing. And I pray that my son Daniel Ezekiel uh, would do the right thing. One of the uh, two or three children that uh, uh, certain ones are trying to work on. And I pray that you would protect my baby daughter Danielle and protect all of my other offspring as well. And uh, Lord, uh, surround them all with your protection, a band of your holy angels and a wall of your holy fire. And bless them and protect them from the devilish people, even in the church and outside of the church. Uh, who have tried to uh, turn my children away from you. These so-called Christian homosexuals uh, who have been targeting my children because of the fact I preach against their demonic evil and will continue to do so. as long as I shall live because it is destroying families. I thank you so much for Dr. Brown. What an article. What a heart. What a love for not only the pastors but for the people whose peoples whose lives the people whose lives are being destroyed. because they have pastors who colluded to sanction homosexuality and now 
they have church members, boys, who used to play football and baseball and basketball and want to dress up like girls in the church and do ballerina. Now, Lord, I know that sounds kind of funny, but um, it's true. And, and it may sound kind of funny, but it's sad. Now pastors, innocent pastors who didn't even participate and who did not get paid the 30 pieces of silver, now they have to deal with that as they follow their church growth gurus who said, let it go. Uh, let the homosexuals in. And sad to say some of these pastors do not have any better sense than to listen to that foolishness and let that happen and now their churches and it's the they don't realize it's like a virus you get one boy who, who's talking about he feeling like a girl and another than another and before you know it, you got all your youth group who are homosexuals and so this has happened and it's happening because people did not take heed to your warnings they did not take heed to your word. And now they're mad at me because uh, I warned them and everything that you told me to tell them has come to pass. And so, Holy Father God, I would wear it with a badge of honor, false accusations, Judas's, even in my own family, in my own ministry. I will wear it like a badge of honor because, Lord, if you could go through that and you know you didn't do anything wrong, uh, I know I deserve to go to hell. But I have been washed in your blood and you saved me to do something great to try to save this country, to try to save the church, to try to save the world. And I give you the glory, praise, and honor, and I'll never, never forget what you've done in my life to try to help others. I give you the glory, the praise, and the honor for what you have done. So, Holy Father God, for their own good, uh, those people who are colluding together against me uh, from different groups and factions, uh, as you know, Lord, there are many women who are mad at me because I have told their husbands to take the lead in no uncertain way and to take back the reins and the controls of their marriage and family. And uh, I have told them many things about how they should submit to their husbands and respect their husbands and keep their mouths shut when their husband is trying to tell them something. They don't like that. And so, Lord, I, by preaching your truth, I have made many enemies. You wired me for this. Dr. Tony Evans has preached the truth uh, as a pastor, a loving pastor. Uh, and... Uh, and he has told the truth. 
you called me to do it a little bit differently. Uh, and, and he can't do it like I'm doing it, and I can't do it the way he's doing it. But I thank you for helping us to try to save this country together, along with Dr. Clinton and others in that area. So, Lord, if you gave me the ability to predict things that were far, far bigger than me, and they came to pass, and you never allowed my words to fall to the ground, well then, uh, I would assume that my predictions <laughs> about myself will come true as well. Uh, right now, at this time, while I'm praying, there's no accusations, and nobody um, uh, following me as much as they used to, uh, trying to make me wreck and all of that kind of thing. Uh, so I, I can't see much, but I am sensing much. Let your will be done. And Lord, bless all of my children to serve you in the way that they have been taught and not fall by the wayside with evil people in the church, evil people in the family, and evil people in the world. Grant me, Lord, your energy, your strength, your unction, your anointing, and the power of your Holy Spirit to pray to teach your holy word, to go over the signs of the times in the news, to preach your holy gospel. And Lord, it is a joy, and it has been a joy and a blessing, and I will never forget it. And I give you all of the glory, praise, and honor, but I must go out in the way that you want me to go out. Let your will be done. In Jesus Christ's name I do pray and for his sake. Amen. You can see us now on BCNN1 live Gospel Light Society. In fact, let me see that one. Gospel Light Society International live Gospelite House of Prayer live Urban Christian News live if it's not up now it will be up um, go to church online live
and, and that's not to mention our most popular places, three uh, Facebook pages, BCN1 is the largest right now, Daniel White the third would be the next I think in Gospelite Society and of course we're on YouTube but that's our little storefront YouTube doesn't like me that much so they don't want to do too much for me they just want some money from me but then they don't want to do right by me but um, if they take us down as they have taken other people down Twitter has taken us down because of the kind of preaching that I've done over the years. Uh, that's all right. You can come directly to our sites and hear the preaching of the Word of God. So, ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, Welcome to the Prophet Daniel's report. This is report number 734. My name is Daniel White III, here to remind you that Jesus Christ is coming back soon and that you need to be prepared. You need to get ready. Go ahead on to the next one. This podcast is not about predictions, nor is it about setting dates as some people foolishly have done down through the years. However, it is all about preparation. It's all about making sure that you're ready. Get ready, get ready, get ready. I think Dr. T.D. Jakes made that famous. Get ready, get ready, get ready. I think he was talking about something else, get ready for a blessing. And then he told you people that some of you can't stand to be blessed. <laughs> I believe that, but uh, I'm talking about getting ready for the Lord to come back, and the phrase is so powerful, I like to say it too, get ready, get ready, get ready, I like it, I like it real good. First today, my beloved, let's look at some signs of his coming in the news. And the disciples asked Jesus in Matthew chapter 24, verse 3, What shall be the sign of thy coming and of the end of the world? And Jesus Christ gave them and us clear signs that show us when we can begin to expect to see the coming of the Lord and the end of the world as we know it. 
looking at world events through the lens of the Word of God. Let's look at some headlines from today's news that point to the second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. First today under the sign category of wars and rumors of wars. According to Newsweek, as officials and other influential figures of the U.S. and allied nations accuse the Kremlin of summoning the specter of nuclear war over NATO's support for Ukraine against Russia's devastating invasion. Moscow's ambassador in Washington, Anatoly uh, Antonov, disparaged what he called a flurry of blatant misrepresentations of Russian officials' statements on our country's nuclear policy. In fact, he said, it was those in the Western Bloc that have proven irresponsible in their handling of what has been described as one of the most dangerous moments since the Cuban Missile Crisis six decades ago. Antonov said, the current generation of NATO politicians clearly does not take the nuclear threat seriously. He then outlined the conditions under which the use of nuclear weapons is possible. As per Russia's official doctrine which he said states that such weapons of mass destruction can be used in response to the use of weapons of mass destruction against Russia and its allies or in the event of aggression against our country when the very existence of the state is jeopardized. But Antonov believes his Western colleagues misread the weight of the nuclear risk and that's why Russian officials have never stopped our efforts to reach agreements that will guarantee that a catastrophic confrontation will not be unleashed. Antonov said Antonov, rather, said, it is our country that in recent years has persistently proposed to American colleagues to affirm that there can be no winners in a nuclear war. Thus, it should never happen. Second, today, under the sign category of pestilences and fatal epidemic diseases, According to the BBC news agency, the World Health Organization estimates 
The coronavirus plague pandemic has caused the deaths of 15 million people around the world. Allow me to repeat that in your hearing. It's not 6 million, it's not 5 million, it's not 4 million, but over 15 million, and I would venture to say that it is over 20 million or more. The BBC News says the World Health Organization estimates the coronavirus plague pandemic has caused the deaths of 15 million people around the world. That is 13% more deaths than normally expected over two years. The World Health Organization believes many countries undercounted the numbers who died from the coronavirus plague. Only 5.4 million were reported worldwide. In India, there were 4.7 million coronavirus plague deaths. It says 10 times the official figures and almost a third of coronavirus deaths globally. The measure used by the World Health Organization is called excess deaths. How many more people died than would normally be expected based on mortality in the same area before the plague pandemic hit? These calculations also take into account deaths which were not directly uh, because of coronavirus, but instead caused by its knock-on effects, like people being unable to access hospitals for the care they needed. And not only those people, people like me, who, thank God I didn't get sick and I didn't die, but maybe one of the reasons why I didn't is because I didn't wait for my doctors to tell me not to come in. I said I'm not coming in. <laughs> and so I didn't go to any doctors for about two years. And I have a, a couple of doctors right now that I should see, but I will not see. Uh, uh, until I I make the appointment and say yeah, uh, I'm back and, and as, as soon as they let me know that you know they can see patients without getting them sick because that is not certain right now so anyway it also accounts for poor record-keeping in some regions and sparse testing at the start of the crisis. But the WHO, World Health Organization, said the majority of the extra 9.5 million deaths were thought to be direct deaths caused by the coronavirus plague rather than indirect deaths. Alongside India, 
countries with the highest total excess deaths included Russia, Indonesia, USA, tops the list, by the way, Brazil, Mexico, and Peru. Third today, today under the sign category of wars and rumors of wars. According to Defense News, the head of U.S. Strategic Command, which oversees the nuclear arsenal, warned Congress Wednesday that Washington faces a heightened nuclear deterrence risk when it comes to Russia and China. Admiral Charles Richard told the Senate's Strategic Forces Panel we are facing a crisis deterrence dynamic right now that we have only seen a few times in our nation's history. The war in Ukraine and China's nuclear trajectory, their strategic breakout, demonstrates that we have a deterrence and assurance gap based on the threat of limited nuclear employment. Richard said, the nation and our allies have not faced a crisis like Russia's invasion of Ukraine in over 30 years. President Vladimir Putin simultaneously invaded a sovereign nation while using thinly veiled nuclear threats to deter U.S. and NATO intervention. He went on to note that China is watching the war in Ukraine closely and will likely use nuclear coercion to their advantage in the future. Their intent is to achieve the military capability to reunify Taiwan by 2027, if not sooner. Richard said China has doubled its nuclear stockpile within two years. Despite expectations, it would take Beijing until the end of the decade to do so. Now, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Prophecy Boot Camp. Prophecy Boot Camp is where we deal with the basics, the fundamentals of prophecy. One of the things about this podcast I think we're approaching a thousand. Uh, we have two prophecy podcasts, over a thousand together. But one of the things that God led me to do is don't go too deep. 
sometimes people who deal with prophecy they go too deep in the detail people people details people don't even know what you're talking about and keep it basic and fundamental outline it for the people hit the high points and tell them to read their Bibles they'll get it after a while the second coming of Christ and what will happen in the future according to the Bible the Word of God and so let me let me introduce that again so that those of you who missed it you will understand prophecy boot camp is where we deal with the basics the fundamentals of prophecy we don't go that deep the second coming of Christ and what will happen in the future according to the Holy Bible our aim here is not to make predictions but to help you get prepared by understanding how things will unfold in the end times our topic for today is titled Beware of False Prophets, Part 1, from Dr. Tim LaHaye, who is now in heaven with the Lord, having served his uh, present generation, or his generation. And Dr. Ed Heinsohn, I hope Dr. Ed Heinsohn is still living. I need to find out. Uh, he was blessed to become the Rawlings uh, seminary president at Liberty University. The essential guide to Bible prophecy. The Antichrist will not rise to power alone. His success will result from a worldwide spiritual deception uh, perpetrated by an associate, the false prophet. For many scholars, a.k.a. the Pope, but I, I, I didn't say that. Somebody else said it. I'm just telling you what they said. Who is also known as the second beast. This so-called prophet's ability to perform miraculous signs will enable him to convince people that the Antichrist is the leader for whom they have been looking. The false prophet will also encourage worldwide worship of the Antichrist. In scripture, the false prophet's identity is not revealed, but Revelation 13 presents 10 identifying features that help us to know who he is. The false prophet rises out of the earth, verse 11, is motivated by the devil, Satan, verse 11, controls religious affairs, verse 12, promotes the worship of the beast, verse 12, Performs signs and miracles, wonders, verse 13. 
deceives the whole world, verse 14, empowers the image of the beast, verse 15, kills all who refuse to worship the beast, verse 15, controls all economic commerce, verse 17, controls the mark of the beast, verses 17 and 18. And already, there are many antichrists and false prophets in the world. But none match up to these characters. Bible scholars are divided on whether the false prophet will be Jewish or Gentile. The biblical record itself is inconclusive. Thank you. Inconclusive on this matter. However, when we observe the relationship of the false prophet to the great prostitute, we immediately notice his connection to the city on seven hills or seven mountains, which reigns over the kings of the earth. It seems clear that John is referring to Rome when he describes Babylon the Great. As I told you, many people believe the Pope and the Catholic Church will be involved. Who rules over all of the countries of the world? See, see, so many people do not understand and you do not know how powerful the Pope is and the Catholic Church is. You just don't know. They're everywhere. Anyway, uh, we'll deal with that some more uh, next time. If the Lord Terrace is coming and we live, we will continue looking at this topic in our next episode. In closing, my beloved, let's consider what God wants you and I to do in light of his second coming. Jesus Christ said in Luke 19.13 to occupy till I come. In light of that, we are continuing our journey through the book, Coming Events and Present Duties by Dr. J.C. Ryle. It is a collection of what he called prophetic tracts that focus on the believer's duty in light of the signs which point to the second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. In the words of Miles McPherson, do something. God wants you to do something for him. Do something. Don't just sit around and complain and whine and wait 
get up and do something for the Lord. Occupy until he comes. And so, beloved, this section is titled, Scattered Israel to be Gathered, Part 34. And I think we're going to get out of this ne uh, next week uh, for a while because uh, you need to hear some new things that I have in mind that God wants me to share with you and for other reasons. And Dr. Rao says, I leave the whole subject with three remarks which I pray God to impress on the minds of all into whose hands this address may fall. Number one, for one thing, I charge every person of this address to remember the special blessing which God has promised to all who care for Israel. Whatever a sneering world may say, the Jews are a people beloved for their father's sake. Of Jerusalem it is written, They shall prosper that love thee. Of Israel it is written, Blessed is he that blesseth thee, and cursed is he that curseth thee. These promises are not yet exhausted. We see their fulfillment in the blessing granted to the Church of England since the day when the Jewish cause was first taken up. We see their fulfillment in the peculiar honor which God has put from time to time on individual Christians who have labored especially for the Jewish cause. Charles Simeon, Edward Biggerstaff, Robert McCain, Haldane Stewart, and Dr. Marsh are striking examples of what I mean. Is there anyone that desires God's special blessing? Then let him labor in the cause of Israel, and he shall not fail to find it. Beloved, if the Lord tarries is coming and we live, we will continue looking at this topic and more in our next episode. Shall we pray? Holy Father God in heaven, we praise you and we thank you for this time together around your holy word and around the second coming of Christ and uh, help us to remember those uh, latter words how that we uh, should occupy until you come and be a lover of Israel now, Lord, by your grace and by the power of your Holy Spirit, save that soul that's nearest hell as they hear your gospel right now. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and for his sake. 
Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, remember the words of the Lord in Matthew twenty-four forty-two: Watch therefore, for ye know not what hour your Lord doeth come. Matthew twenty-four forty-four says, Therefore be ye also ready, for in such an hour as ye think not, the Son of Man cometh. Now, dear friend, are you ready? If you are not ready for the return of the Lord Jesus Christ, may I lovingly encourage you to get ready today by believing in the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Here is how you can be saved today. First, accept the fact that you are a sinner and that you have broken God's laws. And so have I. For God's word, the Bible says in Romans 3.23, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. We all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. So that means that we're in trouble. We have broken the laws of God and the commandments of God. We have committed crimes against God Almighty and in heaven. When you break the law, you're in trouble. Second, accept the fact that there is a penalty for sin. There is a punishment for sin. Always. 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 The Bible states in Romans chapter 6 verse 23, For the wages of sin is death. We die because of sin. The cause of death is sin. Not the coronavirus plague, not cancer, not a car crash, not cardiac arrest, but sin. The evil sins we commit, such as lying. By the way, how many of you know somebody? They're dying because of their lying. You can tell and you you can sense and you can see that the way they have lived their lives full of sin is causing them to be on their deathbed right now. You have anybody like that in your family? Because they didn't listen. They went to the correspondence dinner anyway and got sick and uh, will die. Uh, Of the coronavirus plague. Somebody who was warned about smoking all of their life. They laughed it off and now they can't breathe. They have a hole in their neck. Somebody who was warned about drinking too much and overdoing it and now their liver is shot. 
they're dying because of their sins. The liver didn't give up by itself, it gave up because of the person's sins. We die because of sin. And God wants you to know that if He will allow you to die because of your sins, He will allow you to go to hell if you do not believe in His Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, who died for your sins. He took your place. Sin has to be paid for. Either you're going to pay for it in hell, or you're going to stop by the cross while you're living and believe in Jesus Christ as your Savior, because he's already paid your sin debt. He paid it all, the songwriter said. Third, dear friend, accept the fact that you are on the road to hell. Jesus Christ said in Matthew 10:28, And fear not them which kill the body, but are not able to kill the soul, but rather fear him which is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. Hell is a very real place. Jesus Christ, by the way, preached more on hell than all of the prophets and all of the apostles in the Bible. You say, well, why did Jesus Christ preach on hell? Because he hates us? No, because he loves you. He wants you to be saved from hell by believing in him. Hell is a very real place. Here are some people who are going to go to hell, by the way. In the Bible, Revelation 21.8, see if you see yourself. But the fearful and unbelieving people who call themselves atheists and agnostics and uh, the abominable people who practice abominable behavior sins beyond the pale. Some of you were very disturbed the other day when Dwayne Wade's son was kissing a boy on Easter. Some of you are disturbed about a congressman being in the bed with a man twice. Yet he's supposed to be a Christian and uh, a person who attended a Christian college called Patrick, Patrick Henry College. Men and women today, for the first time, a lesbian is the spokeswoman for the White House. She's supposed to be married to a woman. People who commit abominable acts. Men with men, women with women. Men who lust after little children and who try to molest them or rape them. People who are so wicked they go after animals. Abominable people. You say, well, why do you say they are abominable? Because God said in his word, these are abominations that they are committing. And murderers, people who kill other people. I'm just reading the Bible to you. 
and whoremongers. A whoremonger is a male who is running after whores, females. Men who have sex with any woman they can have sex with. Women who have sex with any man they can have sex with. It is a defilement and uh, it is a defiling of the body and uh, uh, it is uh, destructive to the life. And sorcerers, people who practice witchcraft and voodoo, read palms and Ouija boards and uh, the crystal ball, witches and warlocks, sorcerers are going to hell. And idolaters, anybody who puts anything or anybody before God, if this is your lifestyle, you, you, you might be doing that, but if you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and repent of your sins and follow him, then you'll go to heaven. But if you don't do that, and you continue in your homosexual lifestyle, your uh, whoremongering lifestyle, your whoring around lifestyle, you're putting anything or anybody before God, idolaters, and your lying lifestyle, and all liars, the Bible says, and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Now that is bad news, my dear friend. But I have some good news for you. Jesus Christ said in John 3.16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, that is, perish in hell, but have everlasting life. Just believe in your heart in the Lord Jesus Christ. Believe in your heart in the Lord Jesus Christ that he suffered, he bled, and he died. Was buried and rose on the third day by the power of God. He paid your sin debt so that you would not have to pay your sin debt. Because if you had to pay your sin debt, you would have to pay it in hell forever. That's how bad sin is. But Jesus Christ died on the cross for your sins and one night he said the most beautiful most loving and most important words ever said to mankind in the history of the world he said in john 3:16 for god so loved the world that means god loves you that he gave his only begotten son his name is Jesus Christ. He was speaking of himself. That whosoever believeth in him. Believeth means to trust in him. To have faith in him. To depend upon him for your soul's salvation. Nobody else. Not even yourself. You can't save yourself. I know you want to try to save yourself. I know you believe you can save yourself. But you can't.
Baptism will not save you. Church membership will not save you. Having a good relationship with the pastor will not save you. The right hand of fellowship will not save you. Speaking in tongues will not save you. None of that stuff will save you other than but what Jesus Christ is telling you right now. Whosoever believeth in me should not perish, that is, perish in hell, but have everlasting life in heaven with God and with Jesus and with the saints and with the angels. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, my dear friend, and thou you shall be saved. Romans 10.9 and 10.13 says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou you shalt be saved. Saved from what? Saved from hell. Saved to what? Saved to heaven. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For the scripture saith, whosoever, there's that word again, whosoever means anybody at any time, red, yellow, black, or white, they're all precious in God's sight. Maybe not in our sight as wicked human beings, but we're all precious in God's sight. For the scripture saith, whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed. For there is no difference between the Jew and the Jew. And the Greek, for the same Lord over all is rich unto all that call upon him. For whosoever, there's that word again, whosoever means anybody at any time. Red, yellow, black, or white, we're all precious in God's sight. Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord, that is Jesus Christ, shall be saved is recorded down in heaven, uh, or rather recorded, written down in heaven. How about that? Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. Call on his name, and he will save you tonight. Follow me in prayer, what is called the sinner's prayer, the salvation prayer. Uh, repeat it after me, phrase by phrase, and mean it from your heart. Believe in the Lord Jesus Christ who suffered, bled, and died on the cross for your sins. Was buried and rose on the third day by the power of God. Holy Father God, repeat after me. I admit that I am a sinner. For I have sinned against you repeatedly. In your sight. For Jesus Christ's sake, please have mercy and grace upon my soul. And please forgive me of all of my sins, my failures, and my faults. I thank you, Lord Jesus Christ, for dying on the cross for my sins. I thank you for suffering and bleeding and dying for my sins. As the Lamb of God who took away the sins of the world, that you were buried, 
and that you rose on the third day by God's power. I believe in you, Lord Jesus Christ, as my only Savior. I believe that you died for my sins, was buried, and rose on the third day. Lord Jesus Christ, please come into my heart and into my spirit and save my soul tonight. Fill me with your Holy Spirit and help me to change. Help me to repent of my sins. Help me to turn from my evil ways and to follow you in the new life, Lord Jesus. For it is in your Holy Son's name, Jesus Christ, I pray, amen. Now, dear friend of mine, if you believed in your heart in the Lord Jesus Christ, that he died on the cross for your sins, was buried and rose on the third day. Allow me to say to you, congratulations on doing the most important thing in life. And that is believing in the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. For more information to help you grow in your newfound faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, please go to gospellightsociety.com and read my little book titled What to Do After You Enter Through the Door. Jesus Christ said in John 10:9, I am the door. By me of any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. And dear friends, if you believed in the Lord Jesus Christ, as your Lord and Savior today. Please email us and let us know at dw3 at gospellightsociety.com so that we can rejoice with you. We also have some free material that we want to send you. If you have a prayer request, please email that to us as well and we will pray for you until you tell us to stop. Keep looking up, for your redemption draweth nigh. Let us join in the prayer of John the Revelator when he prayed, Even so come, Lord Jesus. God bless you, dear friends. Have a great night in the Lord. Make sure you pray without ceasing. Make sure you meditate on the Word of God. And make sure you occupy till he comes. Let's all stand for our closing prayer. Holy Father God, I praise you and thank you for revealing more prophecy 
uh, and more predictions to my heart and to my mind and life, this time about me. And you have uh, been 100% accurate, accurate down through the years with me. And so I believe that you're going to you're going to be accurate about that. I do pray that uh, their plans would be thwarted, but I'm prepared to accept them, as your prophets have been down through the years, including yourself. And so, Lord, thank you for teaching me a long time ago that when you're falsely accused. You don't have to say anything. You don't have to dignify it with a response as you did before Pilate. And so, Holy Father God, thank you for waves of great victory over the years. Let your will be done in my life and in the lives of your people. Uh, Lord, help us to remember and to keep in mind that one day, we will fly away. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and for his sake. Amen. God bless you, dear friends. Until next time. Thanks for tuning in to the Prophet Daniel's Report. Remember, you can stay up to date with prophecy news and events on our website at secondcomingherald.com. If you would like to know more about accepting Jesus Christ as your Savior, what to do after salvation, or looking for a good church home, please visit gospelitesociety.com for more information. This radio broadcast can be heard daily on Live 365, bcnnradio7.com, gospelightworldradio.com, Buzzsprout, iTunes, Blog Talk Radio, and can be downloaded from numerous outlets online. God bless, and until next time, keep looking up for your redemption draw if not. you got to get your business straight. Yes, he's coming again. Don't let it be.